legends, myths, ghosts, the paranormal, all these and more, exploring into the night, welcome. Welcome back my ghoul seeking, witch loving, ghost seeing friends to episode 27 of your favorite spookcast, Exploring Into the Night. I am your host, Galileo. This week is a holiday down here, but nonetheless, here we are, making your favorite spookcast. In this episode, we will explore the stories that have been sent to us by Zoe. She lives in Georgia, in the United States. The first story hit home, and it hit hard. It is called the Moon River Brewing Company. Now, why did it hit hard? Well, besides doing paranormal investigations, we also operate a craft brewery. It's called Cerveza El Chango. Therefore, the story left us thinking quite a bit. One of the most haunted places in Georgia is the Moon River Brewing Company. The famous microbrewery once served as the as the first guest house in Savannah. It was called the City Hotel. The hotel opened back in 1821 and it was the scene of a wide variety of very unsavory behavior including, but limited to, of course, violence, brawls, beatings, and even shootings. Just like so many hotels, bars, saloons, and pretty much any place back in the 1800s. This probably explains why the building now houses so many aggressive spirits who have been known to push patrons and even cut, cut in line at the bar. That would certainly push my buttons for a fight, believe you me. The basement is said to haunt the spirit who the staff have dubbed Toby. He is often seen in the basement creeping through the shadows. There are cold spots and visitors often feel uncomfortable and claim to hear voices whispering in their ears. The second floor also has a spirit connected with it. This one is said to be the, the ghost of James Stark. The shooting of James Stark by town physician Philip Minas is a famous one and depending and depending I'm sorry on who you ask he died right there on the stairs or in the kitchen either way he died there so that is where he remains but his spirit is frequently seen on the second floor and also on the stairs other hot spots include the women's restroom in the dining area, where female customers often find themselves unable to leave the cubicle because of an unseen force holding the door closed. That's nasty business right there. Female diners have also claimed to have had their legs touched by unseen hands while eating. Their upper, the upper floors are said to be the, be the domain of a lady in white who pushes people down the stairs. Construction, construction crews have also been chased out of the building by unseen forces. 
The building is so haunted that, even, that they even offer ghost tours from time to time. Fortunately, we don't have those kinds of events in our, in our brewery. But when we were in an older building, the malt sacks would be moved almost every Tuesday morning. I guess our guests just wanted a nice cold pint. <laughs> the next story is called Old Candor Hospital and it goes a little something like this. The very first hospital in Georgia was the Candor Hospital, built in Savannah back in 1804. One of the most well-known ghost stories in Savannah relates, relates to the giant Candler Oak that sits on the property. It is also known as the Hanging Tree, and many people have reported seeing apparitions hanging by their necks from the, from the tree branches. The kind of stuff you can see in many made-for-TV horror movies. However, in terms of being one of the most haunted places in Georgia, well, that, that honor goes to the hanging tree. But the old morgue hotel that runs all the way from Kenner Park to Forsyth Park. That is the most haunted place in Georgia. Back in the day, this tunnel would have been used to transport, store, and discreetly dispose of bodies during the yellow fever epidemics. It is really no wonder that the tunnel is now believed to be haunted. Well, of course, most people that died from yellow fever were delirious and had no idea what was going on until they found out that they had died. If they ever found out at all, of course. Those brave enough to go down there have come back with a wide variety of creepy tales including strange orbs of light and many different apparitions appearing all along the length of the tunnel. Unfortunately, most people only say that they that they saw something but none have ever actually recorded it or written any description of what they have seen, heard or felt. It's kind of an odd thing, actually, that nobody actually wants to describe what they have seen. Tonight's third story is called The Pirate's House. One of the most popular haunted locations in Georgia is The Pirate's House in Savannah. The inn here was opened back in 1753, and even back then it had a dark reputation for Shangang unsuspecting sailors. Lured by the promise of a hot meal, free-flowing booze, and a place to rest, the men would come into the inn. But when they passed out, they would be dragged into the basement and into hidden tunnels that led to the Savannah River. Nowadays, that would be kidnapping, human trafficking, forced labor, obviously all against the law. When the sailors woke up the next morning, they would find themselves on a ship miles from home where they were forced into service. It is said that visitors to the building can still hear moaning and disembodied voices coming from the now boarded up tunnel. There have also been reports of apparitions in the upstairs room which now services as a restaurant. 
The next story is about Barry College. The university is allegedly the site of a large variety of paranormal activity. One of the most widely known stories concerns CCC Road. It is said that when you cross the bridge in one direction, you're able to count up to seven. But the way back, you will always count to six. Nobody really knows why, but it certainly is odd. Too odd, I would say. Has anybody tried to debunk this legend using both a digital or a mechanical timer? Just for scientific purposes, of course. There is also an old cemetery on the road where people claim to have heard organ music, disembodied crying, and strange footsteps as well. The road running between the old part of campus and the new one is also where a girl was run over by her boyfriend's car. It is said that when called upon, the girl is said to appear as, glow as a glowing green light. Other strange occurrences at Berry College include strange music, crying and footsteps coming from the empty church, and a strange uneasy feeling in the tower between the east and west dorms. There have also there are also reports of students being followed by a man near the water mill, but when they look back at him, he glares at them and then he vanishes. Could he be looking for a specific person? Who knows? From a university, we move on to the Masquerade Nightclub. The club is now a popular live music venue, but the building was originally housed by the Dupre Excelsior Mill, which is believed to have been built sometime in the 1880s and closed down in 1977. It soon reopened as a pizzeria for a short time before being transformed into the nightclub that it is today. Over the years, the Masquerade nightclub has earned something of a reputation for being among one of the most haunted places in Georgia, thanks to the large number of ghostly tales linked to the place. One of the most common stories is of a large, tall, black man who is seen wandering around the club. Staff say that he is the spirit responsible for turning off the music camps most of the nights. Now that's what I call a party pooper, turning off the music. Staff also reported, also have also reported hearing phantom footsteps and feeling cold spots all over the building. There have also been reports of horrifying disembodied screams coming from the back stairs, which are believed to be a young woman who died in an accident at the nightclub. The club is also said to be a haunting ground for vampires. Well, no doubt there, vampires love haunt, hunting at bars, nightclubs, restaurants. I guess they like to get drunk off of the alcohol. In their victim's blood. Who knows. I wish I could meet one. Interview it. And see what I learn. Tonight's last story. Is called. The Marshall House. This is an authentic 19th century hotel. 
in the heart of the Savannah's historic district. It is known for offering luxury accommodation, but also for being one of the most haunted places in Georgia. Guests have frequently been reported seeing a young man holding his own severed arm and searching for someone who can help him reattach it. He should find, he should find a doctor instead of a random hotel guest. There are also reports of men in Civil War-like style clothing who wander the hotel. Some guests assumed they were actors for some kind of reenactment or other events, and they were surprised to learn that no such event was taking place. During the Civil War, the building was used as a makeshift hospital to treat hundreds of wounded soldiers, many of whom would have died on the premises. This goes some way towards explaining the origins of these apparitions. It is also common for guests staying at the hotel to wake up with one arm outstretched, as though a nurse is taking their pulse. There is such high volume of paranormal activity in the hotel that the staff have begun keeping a journal where they record every instance of paranormal activity reported to them. Aside from the apparitions and experiences listed above, it is also common to hear tapping for taps to turn on by themselves, doorknobs to rattle for no reason, and hear children playing and running around, as well as other unexplained things. Good place to stay if rarer in Savannah, Georgia. Well, my friends, it's getting kind of late once more, and I sense it's time to go out and explore into the night once again. Remember, if you have any stories, legends, myths, or personal experiences, and would like for us to share them in this podcast, please send them to us to eitnpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on the Twitter at Into Exploring or just type Exploring Into the Night. If you would like to have a video call and tell us your story with your own words, just send us an email and we'll set up the call and you will get to tell the story in your own words. Talk to you in the next episode. This has been your host, Galileo. Good evening. <laughs>